three, two. On the second episode of Behind the Grand, I sat with Bilal Hamid, a mentor of mine, someone who I really look up to, and someone who's an ed entrepreneur. He set up three schools in the past and has also created an online platform to spread his content for A-level chemistry across the world. Bilal is now working on creating an online platform for all subjects related to the A-levels and eventually he wants to disrupt the education industry in Pakistan. Not only that, but we spoke about what motivates him, how his daughter is actually a source of inspiration for him to bring about a positive change, and also about why he's just so caught up in making sure that he's principled and he's a man of his word. What's going on everybody? Asad Hashmali back with another episode of Behind the Grind, the podcast where I sit with people who I think I can learn from, people whose grind I admire, people whose hustle I admire, and people who I just think are on the right track and who are trying to change the game with whatever game they're actually in at the moment. Our second guest of the show is my mentor, Mr. Bilal Hamid. What's up? all right so before let me let me flatter you a little bit before we get into the questions sure um this is like another episode of hard talk you know i yeah. forgot the host but uh, <laughs> no, they, they, they grill him they, yeah i thought you were gonna be sweet with me today man no no i will i'll try, I'll yeah, try okay. to so all right so it's called soft talk then soft talk sir both of us are soft <laughs> yeah. yeah fluffy <laughs> fluffy talk yeah, I know. this all is right. a family show Asad. this is a family show yeah. all, right. all right no cussing so uh bilal hamid is a computer science major from uh, rutgers university in new york he is a global chemistry teacher after he started his youtube channel where he managed to teach kids uh, chemistry a level chemistry he had students uh, watching in onto his channel from uh, cambodia india pakistan even uh, canada and the states He's an ad entrepreneur. He's started four tuition centers in the past, three schools, and also is creating an online initiative for uh, secondary education, actually A-level education. He's also out to bring a change in Pakistan. Fun fact about him, he's a photography and film buff, and he's some he's someone who just enjoys his tech gear, and you would uh, have all the USB dongles that people didn't even know existed. And yeah, that's Bilal Hamid. So let's get straight into it. So first, uh, tell me Yes, sir. What is your favorite coffee to have? <coughs> favorite brand or favorite type of coffee? Favorite coffee. Oh, drink. F- okay, itself. favorite coffee, drink. Well, actually, uh, my f- my first coffee of the day has to be a caramel macchiato. Mm-hmm. Double shot. Skim milk? Uh, well, preferably and less milk. Yeah, the ratio has to be right. Yeah. Karachi butlers as well. Mm-hmm. And I travel, then um, it's a Starbucks with a triple shot. Their triple coffee shot. is a little weaker. Uh-huh. Yeah. Starbucks, you got to up your game. I know. All Sorry. right. Yeah. Say it. But so Caffeinero works also. Caffeinero? Yeah. And before that, the, uh, the other beans that I like, I like my beans over roasted. Hmm. So they have less caffeine, but they have a richer flavor. Over roasted? Yes. Dark roasts. Okay. Versus lighter. Lighter roasts have more caffeine, hmm. but they are. Uh, subtler. The flavors yeah. are more subtle. You can, subtler, more, right? you, can fl- you can You can probably taste the milk more. Okay. I don't like milk. All right. You used to have a lot of Americanos at one point, right? Yes. Hmm. Then what yeah, happened? I don't know. I fell in love with cappuccinos. Ah, right. <laughs> yes. Finally, I had a good one at Cafe Nero, and that mm. tilted in my favor. Say, yeah. And then the Caramel Market Butler's was love at first drink. Okay. I swear to God. Great. See, see, the hardest question is out of the way. Yeah, that's the hardest. <laughs> uh. Okay. We are out. <laughs> so, sir, so, um, you yeah. have... Um, no, 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 sir. I told you about sir. Sahab. Sahab, Janab is more Ustad. Janab. Bilal bhai. Bilal bhai. Bilal bhai. Bilal bhai. Bilal bhai. Bilal bhai, you grew up all across Pakistan. And not much. Uh, not, not too no? many places. Not too many places. Where were you? Islamabad exactly? and Karachi. And how come the whole shift? You were even in New York for like fifth grade or sixth grade. So I, I'll tell me a little bit about your family background. Yeah, my, my dad, I'm sorry. My dad was in um, 
the US. Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, let me refit. My dad was in the Navy, mm-hmm. and so we had to move between Karachi and Islamabad. Now, Pakistan Navy is posted only mainly two places. Okay. Now they go to, I believe, Gawadar also and right. a couple of other places, but Pele mainly there's Karachi and Islamabad. Mm-hmm. So, started in Karachi. I was born in the island of Manorda. So we should really? travel by boat back and forth. My mom tells me that I was born. I was came back by boat to our little island. You know. Oh. Yeah. So Manora, Karachi, Islamabad, Karachi. Sounds like an Indian movie. <laughs> well, uh, could be. Yeah. My long lost brother and Amita Bachchan. You know. Like long lost dada in your case. He's a little older no, to be no, a brother. No, not dada. Okay, yes, bro. Okay. Yeah. So from there, fifth grade, I had to go to the US. Hmm. Actually, my dad was posted there, and then my um, mamu. said you know he's they they were based in new york so one of them said you know why don't you guys also come over spend hmm. a year in new york but dad's in in the navy in philadelphia hmm. philly is like 2 hours away from new york so hmm. we went there and for a whole year i was enrolled in a public middle school like primary school middle school half a year in middle school half a year in primary school mm-hmm. so fifth grade half of that it was in a uh, public school and obviously half of sixth grade hmm. and then i came back to karachi then i studied here and then i went back to uh to college in new york again So New York was the place. So basically, three main cities: Islamabad, Karachi, New York. So when you were in Karachi, what school did you start off at? Okay, well, first grade was uh, Saint Paul's. Hmm. Then, uh, then I went to Islamabad, so that was Beacon House. Okay. Then I came back in second grade hmm. to Beacon House again in Karachi. Ah, sir. So then, second, third, fourth grade, uh, second, uh, third, fourth, fifth grade in Karachi, hmm. Beacon House. Yeah. Then fifth grade in the middle of the year went to New York. Hmm. So it was PS five. Hmm. Then six months later, IS seven. Hmm. And I S seven came out. Came back to Karachi. Hmm. Then went to Saint Paul's. Then for eight hours went to K G S. Yeah. And, and then, then went to university. The first hmm. was so I did. I did a couple of years at CUNY, City mm-hmm. University of New York. Yeah, yeah. Then transferred to Rutgers in New Jersey, and then the last two years there. Say yeah. All right. So like, what was your experience like throughout all these different schools? You in Pakistan itself? I've I well I moved here in two thousand five, so I know the system at Beacon House, then Bayview High, so then Lyceum, and. different experiences throughout but then at that young of an age did you manage to spot anything different about the different uh, schools themselves like from Pauls and KGS and Beacon well i don't remember much of my life before fifth grade okay i remember one kid hitting me in the face with a cricket bat in class 4 that's Sounds what like i fun. remember yeah i was right above my nose uh, oh, so oh yeah. damn there's a flat bat <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. This was the beginning. I was in Clifton Campus in near Kent. I was there too. Ah, right yeah, next yeah. to the the, the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Shapes se pehle jaata. Bilkul, bilkul. Right, right. Beautiful place. Ha. Great place. I had a great time there. Mm-hmm. So the so the differences. I mean, I started noticing after fifth grade. Yeah. The US was the high, public high school or public middle school hmm. was awesome. Like I did. Uh, I learned my first. I learned computers there for a year. Uh, cooking. Yeah. uh my appreciation of theater literature in fifth grade uh sciences mm-hmm. math like i was like acing it without even doing anything it was just awesome before that i was also acing in pakistan uh but then when i came back to sixth grade in uh, st paul's i didn't realize st paul's had something a uh, different there was a metric system and the cambridge system yeah and apparently i didn't score well in the cambridge system even though i was better than 99 personal results in america hmm. apparently our exams don't match or yeah. the, the knowledge doesn't match so what we did was they put me in metric hmm. for a for three months they said if you do well there then we put you in cambridge mm-hmm. but it's a very stupid thing to do because if you can do well in metric you stay in metric if you do well in metric it means that you don't have the aptitude for cambridge because in metric everything was rata 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 
rata rata rata literally yeah. sindhi rata like everything was like the more you write the better you are i'm like and then i was awful there but then finally shifted to cambridge couple of months a couple of years 6 7 in 8th grade were bad for me hmm. like from being always first in my class for yeah. about 7 years 6 7 8 was like really crap i was like 15 to 28 yeah. you know like that was really bad for somebody like me hmm. i just couldn't get anything i just couldn't understand the teachers they were yeah. just so my so what happened was in 9th grade when i finally got one particular teacher that was just like wow yeah and that changed everything do you remember the name Yes, obviously I remember the name. Like I mean, I can I can I, he he was my chem teacher. He actually taught me physics, chemistry and bio in 9th grade hmm. and then chemistry in 10th grade, 11th grade, first year, second year levels also. I went to him for tuitions. Uh-huh. His name was Nicholas Jainathan. His name is still Nicholas Jainathan. He is now retired and living in Sri Lanka. Lanka. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, he's the bomb. He was the bomb. He's the Bilal Hamid at that time. Yeah, he got the big fat big sorry, big fat glasses and hmm. uh It's pretty fun with his class, man. And, he, and it just, the way he was teaching clicked with me. Hmm. Though, I would say this, that if you were not good, hmm. he would be really insulting. I understand that. Some Old of my school, friends uh, yeah, really didn't like his classes, mm-hmm. but I loved it. Yeah. You know, because he liked kids who were smart, so like, just click, click, clicked, and everything yeah. was great from there. So when I went to college, he was surprised I was actually not doing chemistry or engineering. Really? Yeah. And then did he convince you to do otherwise? No, no, no. No? I just didn't listen to anybody, you know. Oh, this is in college. College. I oh, wanted okay, to do computer okay, okay, science. Right. So, hmm. so I was going to uni. He was surprised that I didn't take an engineering or a science major. Hmm. Yeah, I just did, uh, you know, computer science. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. So, but yeah. So that was that's a whole different experience than what schooling is now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now, you are actually. I'll actually, you know, I'll, I'll close this right now. Wow. Oh. Okay. Let's, let's I thought you had some questions for I me. I do, and, and I they're, they're going to be coming to me. Okay. I, I don't need that anymore. If I follow uh, that, then I think I'll just be. I'm just using this for beauty light. You huh. know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't this. need it. I don't need that light. Yeah. Um, but no, okay. No, but um, <laughs> so you are now um, after. Okay, let's talk about actually after university. And after. then I'll come back into your uh, childhood experiences of school. Okay. Yeah. Well, after university, not. what you came back. and you got straight into teaching correct no 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 what was that i came back and uh, i went back to work i i started working as a programmer right yeah and i was kind of bored hmm. i even thought i'll take a couple of because in pakistan the computer science area was not developed much hmm. so this was, my job was paying me 5000 bucks 5000 rupees a month and this is time. what 2003 yeah. 2002 3 2002 2 3 i started teaching so then hmm. I was like, let me do get in a second degree. Hmm. Now, we our university system is so inflexible hmm. that to get a second bachelor's, you have to start all over again at that time. Right. So the when credits transferring होते हैं, यूनी मैंने कहा, I'll study a second bachelor's, get some courses and get transferred out mm-hmm. or something else. I just love studying because what was happening was that I had done a one whole degree in one area, right. and in my last year, I fell in love with something else. Hmm. And I wanted to now pursue that because when I was leaving America, my professor who was also at uh, Princeton, uh, yeah. UPenn, sorry. was offering me to, that he could get me into a phd program and funded and everything if i were to stay with him and you know do, do his work with him and all that stuff hmm. and that was in the area of uh, islamic studies or middle eastern studies and stuff like that right so but i had done my computer science bachelor's hmm. so i really wanted to study again i had to come yeah. back because of family emergencies and other stuff hmm. and i thought for the first year or so that i'm here temporarily only right so might as well study also so i was working and i thought i went to cbm for a um, uh, for two months and that was a very unpleasant experience not because of the campus but because of the people running that place the teachers in that school who really 
were more interested in if you listen to them than you learning anything. Right. So if you were defying them but learning, they didn't like that. Hmm. But if you didn't learn but were following orders, they preferred that. It felt like I was back. I was in a you know some, some boot camp or something. Yeah, like like the navy, the army, like yeah. like just follow this. So anyway, so quit that. Then a year later, I got into teaching. Hmm. Yeah, about six months later. Yeah. So and you started off with um, DAPS, right? If I'm not wrong. Yeah, I started out uh, going from kids' houses to houses. My friend used to teach, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, I'm not making much money in computer programming." Yeah. And I used to go to Kurangi. So the company was Cypher Technologies. Hmm. is run by Abdullah and Adan. Hmm. And then uh, we, uh, I, I, I started teaching in the evenings. Okay. Because or otherwise, a single guy, we'd stay back in the office and play a, uh, some computer program game. It was some game, but... It was, was Counter-Strike. No, no, no. This, <laughs> this is pre-CS days. Really? Yeah, yeah. Delta, Delta Force. Delta, Delta Force. Okay. Yeah, one shot, you're dead. Kabi nahi <laughs> yeah, because one shot, you're dead. You don't get second chances. Anyway, so... Uh, That's we, life. That is, uh, no, not really. You get second chances. Sorry, continue, yeah. continue. Yeah. So I started teaching tuitions when kids' houses, literally. Hmm. And after doing that for about a couple of months, I, just, I started loving it. I was like, hey, I like teaching. And the money was almost eight, ten times. Really? Yeah. I was like, hey, I got to feed my mom. Yeah. <laughs> my, my younger siblings had to go to school. So I was like, screw that job. You know, I can't live off my mom's help for too long. So. Kabi doubt nahi ho aapko uspe? Now I see teaching has become a very sexy job, a very sexy occupation because of people like you after Nixer and Cedar popping up. There were no schools like that, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, there were none. But and like, like Abhi, I mean, the, now being a cool teacher is like everybody's a cool teacher, generally. Yeah. At my time, it was like, hey, you, you can speak fluent English. Yes, we like you. In many, many schools, it's like, hmm. not all, yes, but many, yeah. in A-level especially. And especially sciences and other areas. Now... Uh, yes, but my every friend or every friend's parent or everybody in the in the in the community or neighborhood say, "Acha, to ab abhi padha rahe hain, but acha iske baad ab karenge kya? Hmm. Like, what's what's the real deal? Yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm enjoying this, I'm making money. Why does it have to be anything else? Like, the, why not this? So it was a lot of doubters pehle. Hmm. But if you ask me, yeah, I never sat down and thought, oh, yeah, you know. When you're a doer, you do it and it works. You don't think, oh, what if it didn't work? Well, you're doing it and it's working. Yeah, so you don't have to think of the alternative. Exactly. You don't have to think, oh, I mean, is it going to work out? Hmm. You tried it, it worked. You move on. You don't work. You modify, you move on. And this is exactly this. I mean, like, that's the kind of skill that you notice a lot of computer programmers have. Hmm. They can't say, they won't say take no for an answer. Like, does the program solve the problem? First of all, every problem is solvable. We've got to create... No, something from nothing and you yeah. start it and you and if you make a mistake oh fix that bug bug detection you find a bug you fix that you find the next thing next thing next thing and eventually you will fix everything right so there's no doubt you don't get to a point everything is doable right you know yeah maybe you know suddenly not having money that's different but everything else is doable I don't mm. know I never had that problem of trying to figure out oh what if this didn't work out it didn't work out no program didn't work out I tried it didn't work out I tried mm. teaching worked out Hmm, okay, so how is the how the past ten years been for you? Past ten years, and I'm trying to get at to your your step into ed entrepreneurship. Yeah, um, well, I think after the my first year of teaching, I was uh, I I set up a center, and I like I love being my own boss. I realized that a couple of bosses in my life. I mean, or I just didn't have fun having good bosses. Hmm. Sai Forme, they were amazing. Adan and uh, Abdullah were, were smart, great people. Hmm. 
but generally everybody was bitching about i'm sorry it's okay that's complaining <laughs> about bosses and you know like how you have to stay late to show them you you know that i don't love the fact that i could be my own boss yeah pelas qcs had banaya you're on your own boss yeah. got through with the, some other friends make a second one make a third one make a fourth one and i was like i like doing my own stuff so i was always doing my own stuff and then one day i don't know how conversation stuck to what and through what everybody has their own story about how things start so i don't know exactly what triggered it but i remember spending a few days with nasir khani mm-hmm. and because he was my uh, we used to teach together in southchir also and then um, you know i was teaching math at one time also mm-hmm. but then we started hanging out sham mein some days he decided he told me that he wants to make a school and okay so he started picking my brain about what to do and you know what should i you know think about and how do i go about this and I, just to pick my brain hmm. maybe figure this guy I can talk to i don't know and i started talking to him and then after some time i just realized i enjoy this so i he would have to just say the word and i'd be there just to talk about how to set up a school and we did this for about a year it was it was nasir gani um, teaching like a lot before you did he have a significant amount of experience oh, experience over you oh yeah 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 he was he was huge yeah he was a huge name big brand name okay yeah. math especially on this side of town yeah every single kgs student and mostly probably half of lyceum was going on okay yeah tuitions and since and, and, and since south shore may he was the most popular teacher they had in south shore really yeah right. so he i mean you know yeah south shore had the popularity used to but you know what i didn't say good or bad i'm just saying he was the most popular he was right. the most in demand in south shore mm. i'd say that okay and yeah so i was just starting out at that time when he met me i wasn't very popular hmm. like i had a few kids i was making w- decent money i was at bview and zaucher and cs at that time or a year after that i forgot for a year right and i was okay i was doing well i knew i'm good i just i knew it'll just take some time to get more kids but, right you know and that was the time that was like the the hours you had to be putting in and the effort that you had to be putting in at that time right Yeah, uh that's true. But the problem is that people in our industry are always putting in the when they say putting in the hours they just crank up the hours they're giving tuitions or classes. Not the prep, not the behind no, the scenes. No, no, no. The most of them do some they just hire people and not outsource it or they do some or the other. Right. I at that time I remember spending 3 hours a day trying to organize my material content and uh notes and f- solutions and worksheets and mm-hmm. everything. and 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 every day in and out and reading and run whatever every night i was working just after classes 7 o'clock get off 7:38 maximum and just sit down chill out and that was i stopped having other kinds of fun i was just working on materials your craft yeah my craft this is basically a craft at right? that time i was teaching math and chemistry so the work was a, a doubled all right but nixers i started uh, set up and i started helping set up nixer with nadeem and nasir I finally could focus on one subject because right. I had the time then and I had enough band like they gave me enough teaching time on chemistry to not worry about teaching some other subject. Right. So I was teaching chemistry there hmm. but it was a whole year of setting up Nick so that was probably one of my f- most exciting years of my life. So I mean, what did yes, you when you when you say set up what did you do exactly over that? I mean obviously they put in all the money. Huh. But a lot of times and they first uh, me and Nasir I mean Nasir would hang out with me discuss with me how to do you know like we just he would shoot ideas I would throw them some things at them also uh what, what kind of time tabling curriculum hmm. you know website I did the website logo design hmm. uh the admission form admission portal hmm. the idea of, I mean their their logo for their next sharks and right. all of that stuff we sat down and I would pitch it obviously they had to approve you know so everything that whatever i pitched they had to approve first there was a, i remember one thing that it was difficult the f- uh, first week trying to convince nasir and adeem or nasir maybe hmm. to actually do early admissions this hmm. concept didn't exist 
no 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 disrespect but then like kgs is also something that is this 100 years of like no no kgs is great but K- kgs mein masla kya hai jo bachcha wahan ka wahan jayega hmm. and they'll take 50 more kids from outside right. well, that's okay so, yes okay, wo to jana hai to market share economically speaking market share wali baat nahi hai absolutely okay. then they they pick some right. and that's it baki to the about 8100 good kids out there every year to be admitted in schools at that right. time so i was trying to say that let's cut the rug out of lyceum's leg and 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 it was at that time I was also by the way at lyceum but then in the summer what happened was mrs ahmed didn't like me being at teaching at nixon and lyceum so she's like loyalty to the at that time then i kind of just let that that go and hmm. then i started working with nixon more because you know i was not owning anything at that time by the way i was just working for them at uh, nixon so what they did was they um, finally convinced me to do early admissions hmm. and i'm telling you that month of may and june was freaking exciting really oh yeah yeah because we got the initial our, start the initial start oh but we had the whole year but the why towards the end was a lot of fun the la- the first few months in uh, the year before we were at costa every day till 3 am in the morning mm-hmm. uh me and asan and nadim would join us and ayla ghani would join us quite right, a time right. and it was a lot of fun sitting with them discussing ideas i felt like i was the youngest guy there but I, when they would listen to me and give me that credibility by accepting my points of view or my ideas hmm. then it does you know make a big uh, you know impact on you hmm. yeah so i did that and then uh, we set that up and then the month of june and may uh it was kind of fun mm-hmm. to set it up with them yeah can i take a break for a bit yeah can i come back yeah and we are back from the break mr bilal amid <laughs> thank you sir thank you thank no ways no so you were Got saying it. you were saying was that um the first year was uh, was a lot of fun because you were doing yeah. everything you were the youngest individual on the table and you yeah. felt that people were receptive to your ideas as yeah. well and that was very empowering that it was, was it was it was beautiful and i had to just my my, my re- i had to give my reasons and for what i thought about was true or what i believed in right. but it was fun and then you had asked me earlier and i was just thinking in the break that you know what you know people they throw the word entrepreneur entrepreneurial spirit or thinking mm. around and i realized that you know what when i decided to let go of my computer science degree from the us yeah. to follow a career in teaching chemistry yeah that's an entrepreneurial type of decision to take that's you a, know that's, that's a, a risk. risk risk yeah 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 same thing starting tuition centers same thing didn't caring about what nixer at that time nixer when i was setting up nixer with them i was just helping them out mm. there was no agreement no there was an understanding of friends that you know what we're doing this could you help us out yeah. we said that every day at costa most days 9 p.m to 2 3 a.m yeah and i was just doing it because i loved it like literally they didn't owe me anything yeah and i guess people say you know what you know people do something for somebody they owe you yes yeah. they could but you know what i would still do them if they didn't give me a single rupee it was so exciting then i realized you know what people can i can i love to do things like set up things yeah from there i realized yes it died down for a while in between i was yeah. and you know what uh, ma- you know you get married and you start thinking of life differently and mm-hmm. then you try to settle in and then you want to calm down in life you know rest and uh, teach your situation yeah and then yeah. 
uh, maybe I got distracted. Mm-hmm. Like there was a few years in my life, the third, you know, like three, f- I would say I was living a pointless. Every day I was just teaching and I was like having fun in my class, but right. like three, four years at Nixer went by after the second year, which just felt like, mm. you know, it's life ke saal bade, but yeah. ab cheez bar bar kar there's nothing new happening. Right. And that probably was my most uh, weakest period about my personal growth. Like I was not really doing much about How old were you around then? This was, uh, I started Nixer when I was 29. Okay. I mean, I mean, help them start Nixer. Let me kind of right. help them start Nixer. I was 29. I was there for about six, seven years. I, I lose the math now because I never consciously remember the math because it just makes me feel old. It's a little hazy. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, uh, yeah, about, I was with them about six, seven years, right. eight years maybe. Okay. No, yeah, six, seven. I, you, you said in between that at that time, your words were at that time, I didn't, this is when I didn't uh, own anything. Yeah, so this way, I'm, I'm a little compelled to ask. Was that there was, was there very, some very equity com- on the table then? No, at that no, time? no. There was very, they were very kind to give me some percentage of the business. Okay. For not officially because yeah. you know the paperwork and all that. And I was naive and I was a kid and I didn't care. Right. I just take anything. They gave uh-huh. me a lot of groups of chemistry which I loved. Yeah. I had some awesome kids. Like some of the best years of my teaching career were at Nixer. Like right. they were like absolutely fantabulous students. Mm-hmm. Like awesome. And so I was like, I do this for free, you know, and they would yeah. pay me good money for teaching also. Right. And so it was like a kind of a win-win that way. And then I get some equity, hmm. some profit share, right. actually, not equity, I'd say profit, profit share, share. For, a, for a year or two. And then I realized that, you know what, to maintain this profit share, I had to keep working my ass off, off hmm. at certain hours of the night. And, yeah. and you know what, I realized that I'm not, you know, I think I was enjoying it more Pele than before and right. afterwards and I've they were just like I would not agree with everything they were doing right. you know and that's okay they have the different philosophies they're done in school hmm. and I had different and I didn't agree so I thought you know might as well leave that so right. I left that after a couple of years I left that right. and I just remained a teacher at Nixa and they were I mean it was they tried to convince me hmm. let me be fair they tried to convince me not to give it up you know because think about it when I gave it up it was the second year they had 900 students they, they knew they were a success right for them, it would be beneficial to keep the percentage for themselves. Right. But Nadeem tried to honestly convince me to, because he knew that I was a good help for them also. And he knew, he was never looking out for me also, you know, in a way. So there was no, there was like, was there anything that went south in the relationship itself? Or it Over was time, you know, like how distance, hmm. like, because we weren't hanging out after that. Right. Because, you know, I'll teach and go and I'll teach and go and I'll teach and because go. like endless nights where you're just like yeah. together at Costa or somewhere or the other. None of that was happening. That just... Yeah, and then after some time, it's just like when they realize that, okay, well, it's not the same relationship with her anymore. So mm. people change and you know what? They found other people who were close to them and they started working with them and I right. just kind of drifted apart and I wanted to do my own thing. And then, you know, sometimes things don't always work out. Sometimes you don't always have a good relationship with your boss and then yeah. maybe the things I didn't like what they were doing, I would, I would sometimes argue. And um, yeah, and then one day we decided to all leave. Okay. And yeah, that's because, you know, we were just like a few of us were not happy. And right. I think some of some are more unhappy than others, but hmm. we still wanted to do our own thing. Right. And I was like, hey, you know what? It's time. Let's right. do our own thing. So, yeah, that's and how Cedar came about. And that's how Cedar came about. Yeah. Right. But before Cedar, there was Q. Yeah, that was that when uh-huh. we left Nixer. Then we started other schools and then we started a center first. Right. And then we were teaching there. I was like, you know, let's do our own school then also. Hmm. If you're not happy here and doing other schools, why do we work for other people? Right. What Nixer did, why can't we set up our own school? Hmm. We are teachers, so six, seven of us. Hmm. So we set up our own school. That's literally what it was. I was part of it too. Yeah. From Q to yeah. Cedar. To Q to Cedar, phase eight, then block, block nine. Uh, yeah, block four at Q, then block, block yeah, then phase eight, eight, and then block nine. Yeah. yeah, I won't get too into the Cedar story. Yeah, because personally speaking, um, I think I've also shared a lot on my own Instagram about yeah. Cedar, and I personally like to think is that it's 
my school. It is because no? I literally like I was there with you yeah. guys. I was just a little kid, but it was fun. It was yeah, fun I, I, I paralleled myself and I was at Nixer to things that you were doing at Cedar at that time, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got to do a lot more than hmm. that, but okay, you know what? Hmm. I was I was very lucky at Nixer, but at Cedar also, hell yeah, it was a lot yeah. of fun. The first, oh man, the adrenaline rush. It's when you're on baby, yeah. the first open house, the number of people who showed up. Yeah, I was like. They believe in us that many, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. like, and then it was a high, like no other high in the world. Yeah, it was awesome. But yes, yeah. So this is about my personal story, and yeah. I mean, and then Cedar is still continuing with my life right now, yeah. and I'm having an awesome time this year. Uh, got a, teaching about four classes, cut down my load this year, right? And because I wanted to focus on the next thing I'm doing, which is the online uh, platform. Tell me which, about that. Yeah, uh, six months ago. I mean, I always been. Pitching this idea to Cedar also to all the teachers across the city also and across yeah. other parts of other cities also then hmm. eventually educate high, uh, high quality lectures don't need to be given repeatedly day in day out right the most expert people lectures I'm not yeah. about, not engaging content but lectures hmm. can be recorded one time by the master teachers or the most awesome teachers in any subject right. and kids can always view them every day any day from anywhere. Right. And so s- didn't realize that people, st- you know, a lot of people said, oh, it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But committing to, that, committing to that idea would mean that they had to give up time right. and money. Time mainly. Yeah. And that's a problem for most people. Right. So what would happen was that I said, you know what, I've got some time now. I'm a- so six months ago, I started teaching online. Ali Anuzada yeah. triggered it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing this. Uh-huh. I was like, no, no, no. Ali can't be the one doing this. I've been saying this. This is <laughs> my, my baby. Thing. My thing. Yeah, yeah, so he yeah. can do this. <laughs> but I'm going to start it first. <laughs> or at least I'll show him how it's done. You know? Oh, Sorry, okay. Ali. Yeah. <laughs> so I made sure my videos were as sexy as they could be. Very Khan Academy like. I'm sorry, I'd like to think better than Khan Academy, at least in some of them. Yeah, no, 100%. Thank you. Because I thought, honestly speaking, I um, picked up, I tried to do Code Academy at one time yeah. uh, not very successfully but I saw that uh, the, the, the the visualization itself was a lot swifter with you the, the the reason was I could I literally tried to I've taken a few MOOCs these massive online open courses yeah. MOOCs mm. yeah yeah, yeah. the sexy buzzword that was pretty pretty common about 8 years ago 5 years ago or 2 uh-huh. so Udacity ho gaya, Coursera ho gaya, right. you know uh, Udemy now hmm. and so when you see them deliver their lectures and I chose the easiest and the best I could do from them right. and I was like for 6 months I think this was Feb end Feb end to May right. I just was working 6 hours for a 1 hour video every day so right. I would churn out videos ended up churning out about 150 videos some were class lectures some were Recorded separately that required a lot of prep work. Yeah. So did that got a lot of views for just, this was by the way just for A level chemistry. Yeah. And mainly the new videos for AS chemistry, A2 were class recordings and some new videos. And then after doing this for a few months, and that was my trial to see if the market is ready for this. And honestly, the what feedback the feedback that from these kids, I had emails and messages on YouTube from kids from India, Saudi Arabia, yeah. UK, South Africa. So teachers from South Africa, literally. Teachers like, from South Africa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A Saying thank fun. you for making this. Yeah, because they got because what I did was I didn't just make videos. I made the video. I put all my video and notes and worksheets on a platform, uh, 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 an online course platform, and put it out there for free. Really? Yeah. So I got about a million minutes watched in the last three months. All on YouTube. All on YouTube. A million minutes of chemistry. 
I didn't think people would like chemistry that much, but apparently but clearly they do. <laughs> or they want grades. Yeah, so that's okay. And I was trying to give them what they needed. Right. And uh, set up an online course. About uh, I think 800 kids signed up for the course itself, mm-hmm. which was also free. But it was just videos plus the whole content and everything. Right. And all my kids at school were using it. And then they tell me that the friends at Nixer and Lyceum were using it. And then right. Lahore's bhi ho gaya, Islamabad bhi ho gaya. Or obviously, about 70% of uh, viewership was Pakistan. So there was 30, 35% was not Pakistan in the last three months. So that was also awesome. Now, so with 70% in Pakistan, pure Pakistan with a lot of tuition and coaching ka culture. Hai. Yeah, yeah. So you basically disrupted that as I'm, well. I, you know, it's, it's, it, yeah, I would love to this be the platform where kids who can't afford school and tuition Hmm. to be able to use this because not everybody can afford tuition not everybody can afford high high and high level schools so now when you say that yeah you with the navy background going around pakistan to the states coming back hmm. what is what are some exp- and even now it, youtube is free yeah without app was data chase thoda sa super card laga le phone pe chal jayega yeah what is what are you going to do now well, what the, is that next step you are not someone who can sit tight so i am the i'll tell you what yeah. the next step is i'm a little excited that's it <laughs> <laughs> the next step is uh and this is of uh, the next step is setting up an online academy right Uh, the idea is that it's an online learning platform for A levels and O levels. This year the goal is A levels because that's my f- market that I'm already in. Yeah. And then going on to O levels right. and A levels and O levels for not just chemistry but chemistry, physics, bio, math, economics, computer science. You know, these All subjects right. at least. For now, these students have committed from these subjects. I like to hire some. Yeah. And some committed their time. So you've invested in this as well. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of so money. So you've invested. So you basically, okay, now. Yeah. How does the economics of this work? Where oh, this you is, are this just I don't know. <laughs> I just spend money on things that I think are important and then somehow the money gets back to me. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because you said time is money, so it's literally people spend their time also on things. Yeah. I would spend hours on Nixer. I invested if you could quantify that as a value, I invested 6 hours a night or 5 hours a night for about a year. Yeah. Do that math and I got percentage for it. So I invested time and I got a equity in a sense. Hmm. Here I'm going to invest my money and my time and others time. Yeah. And somehow the other it'll know, come back. It'll come back. Look, I believe that uh, this is going to happen. Now, eventually maybe 5 10 years from now, everybody will be just literally using videos online. The problem is we all need to also make a living and eventually 10 years from now maybe I will make a living from this online. Yeah. But the first the market has to be ready first. If you want the market to pay for something right now at least they should be engaged in the market on a free first also. People like mm-hmm. in in the in in the, in the industry abroad or you know internationally people are willing to pay for stuff now yeah. online. Because we both are samal bhi kar rahe hain especially mm-hmm. America. But Pakistan has I mean this industry especially education is not even you leveraging technology yet. Yeah. I want to hook them onto technology first, right? Yeah. Khan Academy did that and Khan Academy is a non-profit, but they survive, they get funding, they get money, they then open their uh they the people partner with them to for their curriculum to be used in countries like Peru mm-hmm. and uh Panam Panama and America, California mein schools istemal kare unka official content, unse unko paise bhi dete. So, you do something good, you will find a way to make money. I'm already making money from Cedar. It's not like I'm not. Yeah. I teach at Cedar. I'm a director at Cedar. I'm a shareholder at Cedar. Yeah. I have started tuitions again because I want to teach kids also. And so those who can afford my time will come and see me hmm. in person, take my tuitions, pay yeah. me some money. I'll make money that way. And this is the thing I do. And I put some of my money that I make aside to this. Hmm. 
and it's a big chunk of my money but this year I decided to put that through use na but you also say is that you are working on a level content for the time being yeah when do you feel that um you know when do you feel that that content will actually be able to disseminate into all socio economic backgrounds in pakistan because currently the a level market itself is already so minute yeah right where you're not really targeting all the the entire youth of the country as well you see the problem is but i said uh we don't like to admit it because it's our bread and butter but like if you ask me now that i have a daughter i can be more introspective learning a level chemistry is the most i mean i'm sorry but learning most a level subjects are of no use to most kids in life so agar wo a levels ho ya o levels ho ya metric ya inter ho jo wo cheeze padhai jati hain uska koi you know some might say but mostly koi taluq hi nahi hai life se hmm yes some might become doctors and they might learn some chemistry and medicine yeah. and, and biology and i understand that yeah. but that's a few hmm that's not the majority and just go baki ho kehte hai aap business kar lo aap economics pad lo bhai unko wo bhi nahi chahiye hoga shayad hmm to my problem and then problem is inki grades determine our admissions in university and then admission and university mein kuch hi padha jata like if you ask people why if you ask industries why do they hire from lums iba hmm. not because their curriculums are great it's because they know the best kids went there so for them universities are a filtering system not about knowledge so most knowledge is taught is mm. not for work and then some people argue that well knowledge should be for the sake of knowledge and i understand that but the problem in pakistan is that education is not free so if parents are investing money hmm. what are they getting out of it nothing but a degree a thappa o levels ke a levels ke inter ke metric ke and in since i started teaching the 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 the, the pool of people doing o levels and a levels has increased many folds so wo to bhad bhi raha hai phir bhi my goal is to that if this platform my real goal but the kasam se goal ye hai ke make so much a level oral content hmm. eventually and people replicate that for intermetric india mein to kar hi rahe hain ki ye sab cheezon ke paise lena lo khatam kar de because ye free ho gaya ab hmm. so then the schools start investing money in the education that is really important because ye to free ho gaya ab to subah se bachcha class mein kya kare jaake then you teach him humanity citizenship then right. you teach him how to take care of their adults hmm. how to take care of this country we have all forgotten that like literally like it is so simple as long as you're good to the next human being and want the best for them that's all life is about and and i yaar i am such a flawed individual but sometimes when i do that people ask me yeah, like like you're asking me why are you doing this i mean mm. do this because it's the right thing to do like is it the right thing to do no it is it so is so how hard is it to do ek to hamare mulk mein log skeptical ho gaye hain ki yaar acha kaam kyun nahi kar sakte aur usme koi shak nahi hai लेकिन जो बात जो बात ये है कि अभी यू हैव अ मेजर चंक ऑफ योर किड्स ऑफ द चिल्ड्रन इन पाकिस्तान हु आर आल्सो नॉट वर्किंग टुवर्ड्स बिकमिंग हु आर नॉट टोल्ड और टॉट टू बिकम बेटर इंडिविजुअल्स बट आर टॉट कि यार पढ़ लिख लो ताकि फिर तुम हमारी जो माली हालात है वो तुम बेहतर कर सको वो भी एक बात वो भी एक फैक्टर आता है पढ़ लिख लो तो बात आपकी सही है लेकिन वो क्या पढ़ लिख लो उनके हाथ में नहीं है ना अगर माँ बाप बोलते पढ़ लिख लो जो स्कूल तो माँ बाप नहीं चलाते देरों नो स्कूल में क्या पढ़ाई होती है उनको पता है बेटा पढ़ लेगा उसका मैट्रिक में अच्छा रिजल्ट आएगा इंटर जाएगा अच्छा रिजल्ट आएगा यूनिवर्सिटी चला जाएगा यूनिवर्सिटी में नौकरी मिलेगी नौकरी मिलेगी तो हमें संभालेगा या मुल्क संभालेगा नौकरी और संभालना दैट्स द एंड गोल इसलिए बोलते पढ़ लो इसलिए तो 
वो जब when you can replace the non when you can replace the need for a level and o level enter with the need for how to communicate better how to collaborate better how to uh, be more uh, sustainable in your living in this set so that will automatically pick up you will see already i see it, uh, the last 10 years versus now the kids that i teach are much more concerned about what's thrown out the window literally yeah. more concerned about their own city more concerned about how we feed people so as the, i mean they seem to be more woke which hmm. is a word i hate but it's it's there it just seems yeah. like it so you know what and the world is making them feel shit if they're not woke so you know what hmm. it's 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 actually cool to be woke now so let's 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 just you know instill that yeah and and and, and cash that right now is the perfect time to be doing this kind of stuff right. 10 years ago we like hey ab it's like yeah hmm. and yes it's social capital i like being appreciated for something i'm doing the the, the high of saying sir i loved your lectures online it's like You should try that. It's awesome. No, no, I have with tuition guys. I, 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 I saw like I got tons no, of no. messages. But with, I understand that this that you feel good. You feel warm all of a sudden yeah. because someone just saw your effort that you put in as well. Yeah. वो भी एक एलिमेंट आता है. वो भी होता है. But now yeah. अभी what you're talking about real education. Yeah. Right. Education, yeah. not actually with education. You have two things here, isn't it? Education में you gotta learn the skills to get a job. Yeah. You can learn. You have to learn how to live in this community right. and society. Right. And you also have to learn for the sake of learning. Mm-hmm. And so all these are education. Reading a book today is education. Like yeah. Anything. Understanding how the society works and your culture and your culture also works. That and people don't know that. I mean, I was talking to you the other day about BBC and how awesome stuff they do about preserving their culture and humanity and and sciences. Yeah. As a media company. Yeah. We don't do any of that stuff. Hmm. We only do stuff that has gonna get you ads. Yeah. It's not like BBC gets too many ads. The government funds it. Right. They made. Planet, blue planet, planet Earth. Three here, okay. I lost count. Yeah. The next one is the sexiest sounding one. Seven worlds, one planet, and I can't wait for that to come out. But they are They're putting in effort into so it. That's yeah. education too. It doesn't have to happen in classes only. Yeah. Sorry. No. So you know. So that is there. So, the high stakes exam is one thing. These uh, these what he call them, you know, uh, these A levels, O levels, and hmm. my job. That's something I can solve. Hmm. I had one hammer. The hammer was I know how to teach A levels. Yeah. yeah. I'll use that to solve whatever problem comes up, mm. which is that make all this free. Yeah. So once I've done that, then I can divert attention to saying, "Oh, now we have all this money mm. in education. Let's put yeah. it somewhere else. Yeah. We don't have to do this. We can do something else." Right. My job is to convince, convince schools, and if my, I can't convince them by my own words, right. then they'll see the result. If enough kids are going to say to schools, "You know what? Uh, your teachers, I'm like, you know, I'm here for other things because I got my learning online. That's the goal." And kids who can't afford to travel to across Karachi for an hour, paying A-level fees, which are pretty high these days. Right. All schools are pretty high. Right. Because the teachers need to be paid that much money, and mm. then all of that. It's a whole cycle, and then so this cuts that out. Mm. And then other things you can focus. Then the parents can put the money in other skills. Like I was looking at this yesterday. There's a, a school called Global Online Academy. Huh. What they do is they have it's a conglomerate of 12 or 15 the first 12 uh, you know high schools who started teaching the course online so other schools who are in any part of the world can take that course so there's a 12 month 12 week course in filmmaking yeah. there's a 12 week course in introductory psychology ek wo padha raha hai ek wo padha raha hai and every kid in that member school can just take that course online right. and it's accredited by also the same this is university accredited right. that's where we're going towards so the data is in you in online and so you spend more time in those one on one relationships the interpersonal relationships yeah look at the a level classes now like i don't i mean it's an insult if we tell them my class is not 50 kids 
people think that so the lect they're becoming lectures so if they're going to become lectures they might as well be video lectures right and then smaller classes me or one on one interactions when you can help them motivate them right. kids are dying to be like you know motivated right. literally yeah, yeah. everyone's I looking mean, for a hero yeah look at uh, i remember i mean we were there uh, i don't know if you were there at cedar's graduation yeah it was Salman I mean our teacher at Cedar largest largest uh, audience of applause absolutely why yeah, because yeah. he motivates he gets them to understand life is more than just a grade yeah and he's awesome at that and he gives kids hope that life can change and I'm think I salute him for that right and he doesn't care only about the grades yes he'll get grades and theek grades are important but they aren't the end of the world who cares right. how many kids have asked you for your level result how many people in your industry right now are asking you for your level result just the kids i teach only, only. to be honest yeah. only the kids that you teach care about that's yeah. it nobody else in the world cares about grades man ha huh. but we do so that's the problem yeah it's important but not the end of the world and so i want to if some i mean i know it's going to happen yeah see i can't deny it hmm. so the the educa- education will become digitized right either i let it go let it go by me and let it get digitized or yeah. i do it myself huh. i if it's going to happen might as well do it right so in a selfish way be the first one there right so you can say hey look i'm the first one here right. ego bhi aata usme absolutely hmm. the drive to do it entrepreneurship yes hmm. i want to do this first right all entrepreneurship doesn't have to be about making money right. it's about solving a problem yeah yes a business case is made about how to make money from there right yeah so there might be a business case you might say that oh you know what i do all of this stuff and in the end i get like i was like you know what but i'll still teach three classes of 20 kids each and i charge tremendous amounts of money yeah so everybody has the free lectures and those who can afford it can come to me for one on one or personal help right so i still make money and my Content. but then those those one on one lessons also become an opportunity for uh, like adopting a more diverse experience absolutely well. you can do more things you have stuff recorded already you can right. add on to that also so right. i don't know what this is going and that's okay if i don't have to know the end goal yeah i know i need to do this now before anybody else does it and that's when entrepreneur does many times you don't know what the end goal is going to be right. you can get on the bandwagon now right and you keep trying what you and you nudge it in the areas you want to go right instead of just letting it go by right that's what i'm doing right now hmm. because everybody else is trying to make money off of this hmm. i'm like the best thing to do is do it for free you can't lose Nothing everybody's going to charge even if it's not the highest quality content yeah it's for free yeah. people can at least try it out right yeah and then over time it becomes better and better and better hmm. sorry so something i you, you you made me read one of uh, tim ferris's books tools of titans and um usme i open up one of the chapters about mindfulness and he went to rick rubin and chase jarvis who said what do you have to lose so i think that's also very apt over here in in the step you're taking as well what do you have to lose nothing exactly if by anything, doing this, some money huh. some money and that's like but to me money is when money has been an object to let me do something else right it's something i'm not hold on to yeah so i made some money I can use it for vacations and I'm yeah. like it doesn't make me happy. Yeah. I tried that last year like took six vacations last year. And it was I would still get back and the next day I was like you dread it. What am I doing with my life? Yeah. But the last six months abhi has been the most exciting time of my life. You hardly traveled. I have hardly traveled. <laughs> and that part was only fun because of my daughter. Like literally yeah. it was like you know it's more like a family yeah. get together kind of a thing absolutely but uske alawa i didn't have i didn't feel like going every day is a holiday every day is exciting i'm not stressed and there are other things involved why am i doing but this part this part is bloody exciting yeah. hair raising exciting cuz it's not that that is the end goal 
the free online education for A-level level is not the end goal. Right. It's what needs to be done to get to the next thing, which is the teaching and learning we need to actually provide our kids in hmm. small bits and pieces, skill-based learning, future learning. And we don't just do lip service to these things because in the end, yeah, syllabus khatam karna hai. Yeah. No, no, no. Wo ho hai online videos hai. Mm. Now you have all this day, you have six hours a day to teach the kid something he wants to learn. Yeah. Not something that he's going to go home and learn anyways. Yeah. So whatever. And honest to God, if you've, we've done the math. I've done my math of video hours and all that stuff. It'll take about 3,000 minutes of lectures to record AS. Right. 3,000 minutes, if you do them, it's like 50 hours of lectures. Hmm. literally that means in two months mm. one hour a day the kid has done the whole syllabus ka theory huh. questions and you know all that stuff you can do that at home practice and all that stuff but it's possible and so he has all this free time mm. he can rewind the lecture read again mm. skip through lectures oh, I get this I don't have to wait for him to finish all this stuff mm. so the freeing up of the kid's time and the parent's money gives you the now okay now we have this money we can actually save some for ourselves and invest in other kinds of education yeah And so things like what people like I know Fahim Abbas is doing is awesome. Yeah. You know, some, like, we know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, uh, some um, future skills courses and college readiness and all that. And then that kind of stuff will kick off. Kids will take time out to learn these things online. How, how, how many kids do we know right now are taking gap years to take these online courses? The entire department last year, <laughs> two years ago did, yeah. There you go, man. For those listening, it's the... Sir Bilal got me to set up the digital media and... Uh, communications department at Cedar and along with me were three other individuals who they all know who they are all gap year students yeah no shout out to them Ali Zainab Morse thank you <laughs> no but I we miss you but honestly speaking it was a lot of fun that oh yeah, absolutely that, that, that was, that was, those fun days yeah I think you had more fun that year than even I did so you know what I'm jealous <laughs> I was I was I think I was just like ready to like kill it man you know it was fun it was yeah. fun times huh? so I actually want to ask you a little bit about your own um your own little uh what do I call it personal brand you've mm-hmm. started off your own series on YouTube yeah um you are uh pretty active on Instagram as well yeah right. I was uh, actually the thing is I want to become a, I uh marketing wise or uh, branding wise I want to be a little more selfish yeah many times I was doing things a lot of things to create somebody else's brand right. some uh, organizations brand and um, you know cedar ho gaya next year tha pehle iv tha tuition centers the queue tha hmm. i was like you know what let me selfishly make my brand yeah and uh, because what was happening was and why because for the first time i realized that you know i truly believe that i am actually bigger than anything that i have set up and it maybe it's too cocky for people to hear it from me yeah. but i wanted to make myself believe that you know what i am bigger or for me i am at least or yeah. people around me or for me myself i'm bigger than the brands i've created yeah. or the setups that i've done and yes yeah. they have probably i maybe it's a stupid thing to say <laughs> but for myself i wanted to be more than just the three brands or the businesses that i've set up yeah and i want people to know that because right. uh, you know and it's, it's also selfishly selfless or the other way around because in the last one year I have learned so much of from mentors across the world who have done this put themselves out there for everybody to judge learn from with their problems also and making themselves super vulnerable Absolutely. and now with that point actually yeah. so that's what I was doing and, and so 
you also have watched a significant amount of Casey Neistat and uh, yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk and um, Timothy Ferris. Timothy Ferris, Seth Bhai. Seth Gordon, Seth Bhai. Yeah. Our, our, uh, yeah, our guru. Shri. Shri <laughs> Seth Gordon. Shri Seth Gordon. With his yellow glasses. With his, yeah. Very or sometimes cute. purple also. I know. Fun fact. He has custom made glasses which so no one will have those colors. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you, uh, no I don't know where I had it from. I think it's you. Well, I'm <laughs> sure he can afford custom. Glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seth Gordon, man. Adam. Um, yeah. Jack Ma. Jack Ma, yes. Derek Severs. Mm-hmm. Now that I've learned from him. I mean, Jim Collins as well. Jim Collins. Peter Drucker. Okay. Peter Drucker. Great yeah. lives. Yeah. Great lives. And um, a lot of people to be looking up to and with there are these books on leadership which you've given me to read as well these articles that you've given and much of it is also about the person itself yeah what are you doing for yourself i understand that you know creating all these businesses taking up this online initiative also that you are now doing it's much of it comes from your own uh, awareness of a, of a of a lack of something yeah. Right, much of it yeah. comes into filling a need, and um, also it's for self fulfillment, as you mentioned that you Absolutely. know we weren't happy. What yeah. are you doing to keep yourself grounded? Um, yeah, actually putting myself out there. When you put your videos out there for people to watch, it's actually very humbling. You are now taking the risk for the whole world to judge you. Think about this. Our our teachers are, I mean our industry is very very sensitive right they don't even let anybody come in and evaluate your class yeah and I'm saying here's my lecture and all of its flaw I'm putting it out there yeah make fun of it crack jokes whatever you they, I mean with some of them have their own bad words in them yeah because yeah. I was unfiltered uh-huh. and my teaching was also a mix of mainly English but some Urdu coming in also so putting myself out there I was like oh and in six months it was hardly any negative feedback. Right. And it's not about all positive feedback. It's just that people didn't care. Yeah. Like, it didn't bother them too much of all the like flaws. You saw, you saw the ticker of views going up with not much engagement. Mm-hmm. So you were like... People are watching this, but they're not concerned about the quality or... Right. But that was like, that's, that's nice. It was just a... Just the, the decision to put it out there was humbling. God. Okay, I'm just flawed here. Yeah. I don't have to worry about being perfect. Right. And, and, and now... In the world around YouTube, nobody knows how popular I am. Yeah. You know, yes, I am pretty popular as a chemistry teacher in Karachi. That's mm. a great bubble to be in. But putting myself on YouTube You're was actually I'm back to day one of being starting all over again. Yeah. Like, oh, well, this is cute new kid on the block. I, but I'm not a new kid on the block. Online, online I am. Yeah. But in the world of A-level chemistry in Pakistan, I've been doing this for 18 years, 17 yeah. years. Mm. So... That is like me rebirth. Rebo- uh, it's a, like a rebirth. Yeah. And you're starting out from scratch all over again, yeah. making my claim on this platform where nobody knows me. Hmm. And that's been that's been great. Hmm. I've been able to take time out for my health. I have been sleeping better. Yeah. Giving myself seven to eight hours every day, and it has made a massive amount of difference in my crankiness, hmm. my mood. Yeah. Uh, I am let. I am not letting things bother me as much. Very good. Things that I used to bother. I mean, every little thing at every place I'm at would bother me, and I'm trying to not think about those. Right. Huh? If I think about those, they might bother me. But I'm trying not to think about those. Right. I am eating healthy. Hmm. I literally like it's not a cliche. I'm every month I said okay. Jan, I got to quit smoking. Feb, I started eating healthy. March, or towards the end of Feb, I started going to the gym. Right. So, tuck, tuck, tuck. In March, me, I made my videos. Then I started delegating my task more. I'm now, I now 
try to use my my laptop, my phone, my desktop, my iPad as less as possible. And you know that's something that really stood out for me seeing that transition. Yeah, because I'm always a, I was the guy who was on my laptop for at least ten hours a day, and Do that too like. And you were relearning your own self also in that yeah. whole process. Yeah. Like for so, for people listening and who don't know who I am or who he is, I've been with Wait him. Second. We'll get people to listen to this who don't know you or me. You never know. This might just become like the biggest thing on YouTube tomorrow. When Can I share up. my email address with people then? Yeah, of course. Yeah, plug in. Uh, no, but it's uh, so I've I've known I've known Bilal Bhai since I was 19. He never taught me in school. I've just helped him with one of his startups, Cedar College, and after university, been with him as his sidekick. I'd like to think I'm like the Robin to his Batman, mm-hmm. or. No, vice versa. But okay. No, but um, it's, it's okay. It's it's okay. I've like I've seen you um just like you know go go to class, coffee area class office break ke baad wapis class troubleshooting. Raat ke dus gyara baje tak aap office mein baithe hain just to go home to make sure that you're doing more legwork of your role as a dean or as a, um, a teacher, and it. I saw it like killing you, but you then. Know, but I'm also almost doing this. I'm not doing much less work. Yes, it might seem. But it's not about doing less work. It's, it's about less how. Work. Yeah, it's about how I've seen that your perspective has changed, how your Massively. approach towards have changed on it, Massively. and that's something that like props to you at this at almost reaching forty. Forty. Right, and you have just relearned so many different things. Accepting your flaws is the very is the most important thing right I now know. for you to have move forward. I have realized all the things I've done wrong in that role, in that year, in that year, in that year, and it's just when you look at it from your own unbiased eye, yeah, and not somebody else. You don't want to hear from anybody else because everybody else's opinion is also a little biased about for themselves or whatever else. Yeah, it's not always, but when you can understand it from your own point of view, hmm. it's just. कहते ना वही नाजर होने का क्लैरिटी मिल जाती है इस तरह आई नॉट सेइंग इट इज बट इट इट इज एज आई ओपनिंग एज एंड इट इज लाइक एंड देन लिबरेटिंग एंड देन इट इज आई कैन मेक ऑल दीज मिस्टेक्स एंड स्टिल लाइफ कैन बी ओके एंड देन यू स्टार्ट लुकिंग एट पीपल हाउ दे यू नो डू व्हाट दे डू एंड आई वाज वेरी लकी टू मीट अ लॉट ऑफ ग्रेट फ्रेंड्स इन पर्सन एंड ऑनलाइन आई मीन फ्रेंड्स द हु डोंट इवन नो दैट दे आर माय फ्रेंड्स they because like mentors like yeah. the names we named earlier yeah. and then uh, you know i reconnected with my very old friend farhan latif he was like a childhood friend on and off on i messages we talk he's doing great work in the us mm. in uh, social work and uh, then tosif you also met him yeah. athar qadri's brother tosif mm-hmm. qadri athar qadri is with us at cedar yeah the guy is awesome and uh, you know and i just he's just too cool and i just he's had a great influence on me positive right. really positive my own child his her happiness this little school seeing kids grow up and enjoy themselves here gave me believe that education can be fun yeah and fulfilling also and enjoyable also and so yeah so thanks you know i'm still i still a lot to learn yeah but the beauty is now that the more you learn the more you realize how little you know of yourself even yeah yeah and so it's just uh, the ride has just begun 